Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Is Patrick Mahomes the greatest quarterback you've ever seen in your life? Mahomes flings it. It's there! Jackpot, Kansas City! I'm going to celebrate with my guys. Then we're going to work our way to get back to this game next year. I think with my own eyes, greatest, most talented, capable of doing the most things would probably be Patrick Mahomes. The greatest of all time is still Tom Brady. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Redick has reached double-digit sacks in each of the last four years. Nice. On 98.7 ESPN. You really hung me out to try there, huh? Yeah, that's not a great look for me. You've had a good show, too. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of what you've done today, but that was not your finest moment. I know. Well, I was trying to, in fairness to me, I was trying to do work for the show. It was a, it was a confluence of events that just, that it left me speechless. Um, but then you did have that good retort with uh, both of us, so I, I appreciate that. I try to make up for it where I can. And you, and you did. Um, I don't know who this is, but uh, I guess there's a gentleman that worked for, maybe still does, worked for ESPN back in, in 2022. Um, he came up with, he ran the simulations over and over and over, and Seth Walder actually tweeted about it yesterday. Brian Burke said, if the team with the second possession goes for two, subsequent to matching a TD, the team with the first possession wins 50.19% of the time. Very slight difference. Bottom line, based on these results, you want the first possession, and you'd want to go for two if you're on the second possession in overtime. So you would want to, so if you were Andy Reid, they score a touchdown, you go down and score the touchdown, go for two for the win. Correct, but the point, that and Seth says, when Brian ran Sims in the new playoff OT, the difference between ball first and ball second was you know incredibly close. He's saying slight advantage to taking the football first. So Chris Jones can come out and say, that's crazy that he did it, I mean, we're also fixated on analytics. Analytics say you take the football. Right. And I'm no, listen, I, I think that analytics need to play a part in, and it does play a part in every sport, but I also think you have to react to what you're seeing and sure. how, the, how the game feels. So if part of Kyle, you know, I would have preferred if Kyle Shannon had also kind of mentioned the fact that, you know, defense was a little gassed at that point. So we figured get the offense back on the field, give our D a chance to rest, and then, you know, whatever happens after that first possession. You know, our Ray, what, was we'd go down and score, and then our defense I, rested gives us a better chance to stop Patrick Mahomes. Forgive me if I'm just not understanding. Yeah. I, I feel like this 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 conversation is making my brain. What are they basing these analytics on? Simulation. This doesn't happen Simula- on Sims. simulations. Yeah. So they just simulate it, right? They, well, they these are also the, the same people over and over and over. These are the, also the same people that said you, know, you can't play Brandon Nimmo because he had two doubles and a triple. Right, just scared of Mike Vrabel because he might he's too big, intimidating. Yeah. 
So what are we doing? What are we doing here is, nerds, is bringing, the, bringing the analytics to your attention. I'm not saying it was the right or the wrong. No, no I'm, I'm not. I'm not going off on you. Just I, I, as I'm hearing you read those stats, and I'm like, what? What are we even basing this on? Like on, a, a, a simulation. Simulation. But but how can you simulate? It's never. It's not something we've ever seen. Well, how, how do you, you simulate, you simulate it? I, if it was something you'd seen, you'd have hard, oh, hard, well, well, evidence. Well, the simulations say that. I, I don't. Come on. It's like you with your inflatable. Oh God! You know what? You can do the rest. Of, you can do the rest of the show alone. <laughs> what did I I'm do? Done. I'm would you done. not, Ray, Raymond? Would you not say that I've been as nice on the show today as as humanly you've been, possible? You've gone out of your way to be polite. Rick Rick's mind is just totally in the gutter. It's get a disaster. Me, get me Joey Bosova. <laughs> would, would you make, make multiple picks for Joey Bosova? Bosa. But Bosova, no. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> A both of a no. I think either way, though. I think either way. I mean, it ends up being Patrick Mahomes, right? So, I mean, uh, Chris Jones is going to react to the fact that they have Patrick Mahomes. Does it really matter? No, that, and that's that I think is the point. It it doesn't really matter. I, I could also spin it as, I mean, maybe it's less pressure on Brock Purdy knowing he has the ball first. Like, it isn't like, okay, now I need to go down there and score a touchdown. Just go do your thing. I mean, we still have our defense. You know, we don't have to, we don't have to score here. Could you, could you imagine if the Niners would have kicked off? Mahomes leads him down, touchdown, extra point, up seven. Then analytics say go for two. They score the touchdown. Niners go for two. They get it. They win by a point. So everybody that bet on the Niners now loses. Every every an, every analytics nerd would have been dancing in the streets of Vegas. Right. Of course they would. Let, you understand why? You understand why though? Like it's it's good information, but why it's so prevalent now in, in pro sports? What analytics? Yeah. Well, it. One, it gets people that haven't had actual experience playing the sport the opportunity to have jobs, and it right. also is the and there's a, it's a scapegoat, right? But it's the easiest thing to explain to your owner. Like if as a you know as a guy who played or a manager or a GM that says I made this move because of you know I've been in this situation or I had a feeling. How do you can't explain that to an owner because he's never played, he's never had that feeling. But if I give you hard, like I made this decision and here's the hard numbers, they can understand that. If I'm Steve Cohen and I will show up to a game. I said, why, why is Brandon not playing? Is he hurt? No, he ran a lot yesterday. He ran all the way to second, then all the way to second again, then really extended himself and ran to third, and that's why he's not playing. I would lose my mind. Right, but here's the thing, though. They'll have the, the person that made that decision will have, will have numbers to support why that decision was made. I don't, uh, here's the thing. You might. I don't care. I'm with you. I'm just telling you. Like, everything has, everything now, every decision now has kind of like the, the data behind it. Right. So you have, you have the scapegoat built in. Well, right. it's, it says here 74% chance that you should do this or that. So it's not really my decision. I'm using the numbers to, to buoy me to make my decision. Right. This is a wealth. This isn't just a willy-nilly decision. There's right. no willies, no nillies. This is a. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let's go to Mike. I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to do straight sports. Mike in Rockland. Mike, you're on 9870 ESPN. There was no willy hey, and up? no nilly involved. <laughs> Good morning. What's up, guys? I love the show. Thank you. Um, so, hey, real quick, um, between the bait, the debate between Brady and Mahomes, I think it has to be Brady because he won with and without Belichick. And it'd be interesting to see how Mahomes looks when Andy Reid is no longer his coach. And how long do you guys think Andy Reid has before he retires? What is he, 66 years old? That's a good uh, question. I mean, he said uh, they, when they asked him, he said, you know, he'll know when he knows, but... I I don't know where he's at health wise, but uh, I mean, if you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, I would, and you like and you like doing the work, 
I mean, and he's right there. There's, there's no tomorrow, right? And thanks for the call, Mike. It's not like he's going to wake up, you know, after leaving that job and, and take another job. So you're going to. No, this is it. Yeah, you're going to squeeze every ounce of juice out of this thing. I would, I would think. Yeah, unless unless your health, I mean, deteriorates, or you don't, sure. fight, you know, you have a you know, family priorities, or it's just like you've had enough. Uh, let's go to Jay. Wow, Raymond, South Dakota. Is it is it checked off on our uh, map? Don't believe it is. Oh uh, well, it is now. Jason in South Dakota. AJ. Hey, I guys, I love this show. Uh, I have to go everywhere with my phone to listen to you guys. Um, and uh, when I give you my answer, you're going to know what team I like. But the goat, in my opinion, is John Elway. And I do this strictly by eye test, not by stats, because I get it. Brady has the most rings. And Mahomes will probably pass him. But Elway, to me, was the greatest to ever do it. Um, you, he would make throws that other guys couldn't do. A cross body, um, just a rifle of an arm. Uh, number two, in my opinion, is Peyton Manning. Number three is Marino. And then number four, I have Mahomes. Where, where so, you know you don't have so Brady, Brady on your Mount Rushmore quarterbacks, Jay? Honestly, I have oh. I have Tom Brady after Mahomes, and the reason being, he has never made a throw that I sat back and be like, wow, no one's ever done that before. He seven yard slants to Edelman, five yard slants to Wes Welker. Yes, he had bombs to Randy Moss. But And, yes, he won. But here's the deal. Rings, you cannot sit there and say that is a quarterback stat because if you do that, you're telling me Brad Johnson is a better quarterback than Dan Marino? Yeah, but he also, won three, MVP, but, but he also won three MVPs, man. He did. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, Brady's a bum. I just think it, he's just five in my top five. I, wow. I, I just like those other guys better because I just thought they did things better. But I'll let you guys go. You guys are awesome. You guys need to be a national radio show. And your Groundhog's Day conversation had me rolling for about ten minutes. Wow, that, what a nice call. Jason, before you – oh, Raymond. What were you trying to do there? I That's wanted to see if he lived in South Dakota or was visiting there. And he sounds like he lives there. He lives there. And I wanted to see how far, in fact, he was from Mount Rushmore. I can't, he's throw, I can't, he's I out. can't even trust that he knows where Mount Rushmore is after that what? conversation. Oh. He sat, listen, just because his, his takes are wrong. No, I agree you with got, you. Listen, if you, want, if you want to put Brady as the fourth head, you can put Brady whatever you want to do, but he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore. He has Mount, to be on the Mount Rushmore. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like now we're starting. We get into like the the talent conversation, which is I think a different conversation. It's a different. Yeah, but you know what? So the, is he as talented as a number quarterback? No, but you're going to penalize him. He 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 won seven times, seven times, three MVPs. I I don't know, man. Like it, it, he's got some of the stuff that you can't really, like. I mean, the fact that he played for as long as he played, all the stuff he does pre snap, like and just like all that stuff goes into being a great quarterback. It's not just about you know. Making a throw that you've never seen before. Right. There are plenty, like, like to, to uh, uh, Amani's greatest quarterbacks. Like, yeah, Jeff yeah. George made some throws. You're like, what the, what the hell? Like, uh, but Jeff George is not one of the great quarterbacks of all time. If if I was listing the top hundred quarterbacks of all time, Jeff George wouldn't make my list. Right, but as a as a receiver, I'm sure that Amani has seen him make throws that he's like, wow, I don't see you know many many you know people can't make that throw. Well, okay, great. But that doesn't mean you're. That means you're really talented. That doesn't mean you're one of the right. Greats. Doesn't mean you're great. And, and again, if you want to, you want to say arm strength was not there for Brady. Fine, but I mean the numbers are there. The wins are there. The longevity is there. How we're going to take shots at Tom Brady? I hate when we do this. I hate when we want to buoy other people. We have to bring somebody down. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. I mean, both can be great. And one's just a little bit greater than the other one. Now, if you want to say you look at Mahomes and say he's greater than Brady, I think that's that's fair. 
I don't agree yet, but I think it's fair. But to start, well, I have Elway and I have Marino and I have this because Tom couldn't make those throws. Well, you know what? I mean, Michael Vick was did things I've never seen ever before and you might never see again. But he's not on my Mount Rushmore great quarterbacks. You want to know what the great part about the whole Tom Brady career is, though? And like the arc of the career, how you know how it started, how it finished, yeah. It's just too like you get a chance, like because we we'll always have like a, I'm reading tweets too with like Hinky Haynes, you know, like oh what Montana was dealing with defensively, LT rules were different and everything else. Like with Brady, you got to see what it would look like, you know. I'm like as the as the NFL kind of transitioned to right, you know, quarterback friendly. You're talking at age 43 and 44, he's throwing you know 40 touchdowns, 43 touchdowns, was second in MVP voting at 44 years old, like. <laughs> You got a chance to see what it looked like, right? But he didn't throw across his body beautifully, so he's not right. So the yeah, so, so throwing at forty four for fifty three hundred yards and forty doesn't touchdowns. doesn't move the needle at all. Uh, no. This could put you in a great mood. You ready? Yeah. Subi, Midtown. Subi, have at it. Make Rick feel great. I mean, Rick. Uh, you know, something I was on my mind is how the Jets are going to operate their offense next year. It's going to be really interesting because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be able to run like Patrick Mahomes. So I'm just wondering what Woody Johnson's comments were in relation to running the offense, uh, Rob Sala running the offense. How are we going to run the offense like Casey, and how are we going to be an elite offense in comparison? He's not going to run the to, offense. He's not going to. He's going to help out with the offense. He's not going to run. Yeah, it. I'm just wondering with Aaron Rodgers. I'm really, uh, I'm really concerned because his whole mentality throughout the offseason has been more laid back, and it seems like the Chiefs, they're not done. They want to go for two or three more. So I'm just wondering what the Jets had in plan because this is our teams, the Jets and the Giants, and I'm really concerned because I don't see that level of uh, will, fire will, firepower on the Jets. Uh, side of the football. Yeah, well, That's you all should, you, know, have you should now. be really concerned because they don't have it. Now, the, offense now it is, said, the offense is going to be Aaron Rodgers. That's the uh, on the call screen. It said he has a plan for how the Jets are going to become the Chiefs. Well, well there's no plan. Right. Well, yeah, and then nobody's going to become the Chiefs because you don't have the same quarterback or the same coach. Right. Let's go to uh, let's let's wipe that away like that never happened. Kevin in Brooklyn. Good morning, Kev. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. I got to laugh, man, because. This conversation is is being had all over. And I think, as sports fans, we all ignore what's in front of us. We are looking at not the GOAT yet, but he's on the way. Tom Brady is the GOAT, hands down. The, the guy that called in just now that was talking about John Elway, Peyton Manning, like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, when you talk about greatness, you talk about you play the game to win range you don't play to just stats and and well let's not uh, kevin i agree with you and i think that some of the stuff he said was was a little bit silly but let's let's not i mean john elway was phenomenal and john elway led teams that had no business going to the super bowl to the super bowl and went to five of them and i'll stand by this i think that peyton manning greatest regular season quarterback i've ever seen in my life but in the postseason, he he did not produce at that same level, and that's why I wouldn't have him with the Brady or with Mahomes. But I again, I don't want to disparage those guys to build up anybody else. For me, I think it's two guys. I think it's Brady followed by Mahomes at this point. Well, that's it's and it's just it's the combination of all of it, though. It's the combination of I mean, you got to talent has to be baked in, and it's also it's the team's success, it's the personal success, it's the you know. What that you know, whatever position, whatever player looks like in clutch moments, especially the quarterback. You know, I mean, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes got six 
you know, six fourth quarter and overtime comebacks in the postseason already. He's fifteen and three in the playoffs. Like his, his three Super Bowl wins, he's down ten, you know, ten or more points, right. And finds a way, right? Ten nothing last night, right? So all that stuff has to be baked in. John Elway was great. Peyton Manning, I'm with you. I think he was. I mean, he helped evolution. I mean, he, he, what he did for the position as far as the amount of work preparation, what he did at the line of scrimmage, like that. Like he was the gold standard for that. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks had to try to become that. He was amazing, but in big moments, and it took him a while. Like, I'm looking at John Elway's stats, and John Elway was, this is no slight to John Elway, he was freaking awesome. He's got one MVP, he's got the Super Bowls. Uh, tell me how many, uh, what was the most touchdowns John Elway threw for in a season? But it, I, I don't think that's fair. No, I don't think it's fair either, but I'm just asking. Um, I don't know, 33. 27. Yeah. But it's a different generation. It's a different generation, right. So it's, you can't just use stats, but I'm just like... John Elway's great. Peyton Manning is great. I think Tom Brady, with with all the things, I, I agree. Surrounding him is at a different level. But I've said that, haven't I? Yeah. Okay. I just want to be, be sure we're on the same page. Uh, let's go to Dan in Massapequa, and then we'll get to uh, a Sim. Good morning, Dan. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, curious. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo becomes the first coordinator ever to win four Super Bowls. Uh, two different organizations. I know coordinators don't usually get in, but you think he's got a shot at the Hall of Fame, especially if maybe the Kansas City adds one more. Or a couple more with him at the uh, coordinator. I, I got to be honest. I don't even think his shot. I mean, and thanks for the call. He he should be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, man. I mean, when you start talking about after, the, especially after they just won this one last night, and like the, it's being thrown around that he's the greatest big game coordinator. That's what the Hall of Fame is all about. Like recognizing the greatest to do what they do. So if that's if that's how you feel about Spags, is he's the greatest big day big game coordinator? Then yeah, he should be a Hall of Famer. Right. And look what he did to the undefeated Patriots. Right. I still can't. Dude, you're right, He scored man. 14 points. Do you remember Brady? There's this clip of Brady that week. Saying, We're going to score 14 points. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 17, but whatever it was, he right. left. Right. Right. We're 17. They didn't even get to 17. Nope. That's the thing. That defense all season long has been has been great. It has been. From beginning to end. From yep. beginning to end. Um, all right. This might not be easy, but he is a professional. He is RJ. He's a Niners fan. And it's stuff you missed. Now, see ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The shit you missed. Oh, lovely. By the way, just because I mostly have just got to myself all day because I just don't want to fight with people. If I had told you that the Niners would, if you take out the kneel down, would score on their final three possessions. Now they went touchdown, field goal, field goal. But they went, they went blow for blow just because I, I'm starting... We knew it was coming, but you see the narrative developing on the anti-Shanahan. Um, mainly mainly on the heels of, of the coin toss in overtime, I guess. Listen, he abandoned the run for the first couple drives in the second half. I thought, I th- you know, I mean, I got on Shanahan when I thought he deserved it a few weeks ago against Green Bay. thought he was good yesterday. I, I, I don't think he was bad. I didn't point to that as the reason why they lost. I mean, just they missed the opportunity on the first possession of the game where you're marching the ball right down yes. the field with the fumble. Yes. That, was and then that wasn't his do, fault. No, and you did nothing after... Mahomes turned the ball over to start the second half. And those, I mean, the three possessions were three straight three and outs. Then you had the mix-up on the punt. If I was going to blame him for anything, it would be that they didn't get the ball in McCaffrey's hands yeah. more. That had, to be a, that had to be a 30, 30, 30 to 35 rushing game for the Niners. But that, or, I find, mean, or find a way to get Kittle a little bit more involved, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it's going to come out Kittle, not the shoulder. I think Kittle is not as healthy as we, as we think, I think. That's my thought. Um, going into the week anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Darrell Luter has, I mean, changed the game. Change, by the way, 
Yeah, he was loitering. <laughs> By the way, that's good. I, in regu- in regulation, so I guess yeah. in the first sixty, I mean, what more than that? Seventy-four minutes. Niners gave up. Speaking of Darrell Luter, one touchdown drive to the great Patrick Mahomes. That's right. So I think we all listen. I, I get it. He won. His team won. Let's you know. I mean, he one touchdown drive, sixteen uh, yards. RJ, he was he was terrific though. Um. Yes. No. Second half, he was good. Yeah, but the full full beginning to end. But I mean, he was terrific when he needed to be. Yes, which I think is a, a mark of a champion, right? And they're champions, and Niners are not. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to take that away. But just, just say you think Mahomes sucks. No, I don't. I no. no. I think he's. I've never seen anyone like him. I just thought that. Yeah. I, I mean, outcomes dictate narratives, right? And he was. Yeah, he was unstoppable the last couple of drives. I'm, I'm just saying I think it was, uh, I don't know, having t- trouble processing. Anyway. <laughs> Poor OJ. He has, uh, I, I don't think he sucks. I thought it was, uh, he was outstanding. Um, so I've seen quotes from both guys uh, that <laughs> people on both teams actually didn't know the overtime rules. Uh, here was Mahomes and uh, Miko Hardman on NFL Network. I threw a touchdown to this dude at the end of the game. And he looked at me, I said, and he had no idea. I said, dude, we just won the Super Bowl. And he, 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 he blacked out. He had no idea. I was like, bro, look. He, he didn't even celebrate at the beginning. I'm like, what are we doing? Hey, well, I think you were talking about, okay, yeah, it's time to celebrate now. So there was confusion on both sides as to what was going on. How? I, I've seen, I saw Kyle Juszczyk and uh, Eric Armstead say they didn't understand the rules. I, I also but, but saw how. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Chris uh, Chris Jones said that uh, the Chiefs were working on it for weeks. Yeah, uh, they have someone. Uh, Patrick Mahomes said they have someone that comes and speaks right. to them every week about the rules. Right. Yeah. Evident- so, so, evidently, so Michael Hardman missed that meeting. I don't understand. Yeah, apparently the guy that won the Super Bowl missed that meeting because he had no idea. Maybe anyway. he was on the Jets when they had that meeting. Uh, maybe. Uh, by the way, he had three catches last night. Had one catch in six games for the Jets. And the he tournament. made uh, Blake Lively curse. Yeah. Really did. Uh, by the way, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey both coming back next season, so that's great. Good for them. <laughs> Bad news for the Niners and me. Dre Greenlaw left the game. He tore his Achilles. So Ugh. things are really looking up. Uh, at least there's this. Hassan Reddick has been granted permission to seek a trade from the Eagles, and Rick has strong thoughts. Reddick has reached double-digit sacks in each of the last four years. Nice. Nice. Thanks for your help, pal. Can we uh, get rid of that one? That one sounds no, 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 that's no, no, glorious. No, 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 no. Uh, what else is nice is the Jets have new uniforms. I believe they waited like 52 minutes after the final uh, final game winning touchdown to announce it. So you got that going. I for love you. what we prioritize as a franchise. <laughs> so you got that going for you. Strange situation in college football. Bill O'Brien, who we thought was going to be the OC at Ohio State, he's not doing that because he's going to be the head coach of Boston College. As a result, Ohio State turning to. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. That's yeah. a hell of a hire. How about that, though? He leaves a major Division One Power 5 program to take an offensive coordinator job? I think I think leave is in combination with urge to leave. They wanted him out? I think it's a combination of the two. Wow. He was, I think he's taking like a $4 million pay cut. Yeah. I, he, uh, he was really good there, to, uh, Chip Kelly, to start the year, and then I think it ended very poorly. Uh, also, Ryan Grubb who was the OC at Washington, set to become the OC at Alabama. He's now going to be the OC of the Seahawks. So there's just betrayal all over the place going on. It's a tough name. Ryan Grubb? Grubb. Mm. I'll see a lot of him next year. Uh, Plexico Burris, by the way. His son, Elijah, also a wide receiver at uh, DePaul Catholic in Jersey, has committed to Notre Dame. 
nice. Uh, and if you were, we touched about touched on this earlier, if you're upset about the streaming playoff game on Peacock earlier this year in the playoffs, you're really going to be upset because there's another one next year on Amazon. So get ready for that. Now, hang on a second. Yeah. Does Peacock have one and Amazon? Mm, that I'd have to check. I, I, or does Peacock lose their one and it goes to Amazon? I, I'm under... No, I think Peacock I'm, is keeping Yeah, theirs. I'm under the impression there's two, but I'd, I'd oh. have to double check that. So, you got that going for you. Pacers beat the Knicks uh, over the weekend. Terry Halliburton just throwing assists off the window to himself uh, before passing it out to the corner for a three. Jalen Brunson seemed okay, though. Return scored 39, pretty good. Uh, Alec Burks, 22. Boyan Bogdanovich scored all 11 of his points uh, all in the first half, though. Knicks have lost three or four. Also have signed Taj Gibson to a second 10-day contract. Uh, buyout market active Kyle Lowry joined the, joining the 76ers. Spencer Dinwiddie clearing waivers headed to the Lakers. Men's college hoops number two, Purdue rolls Indiana. Zach Eady in this game hit his first ever three-pointer. So that's cool. St. John's loses to number seven, Marquette, on Saturday. And Rutgers, huge win over number 11, Wisconsin. Badgers have lost four in a row. Not great for them. Humbled them. And Georgetown lost by 25. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good at all. At least you have a coffee mug. Mackenzie Weger scored first ever hat trick for the Flames uh, win over the Isles on Saturday. And uh, Sebastian Ajo, OT winner, gives the Canes a 1-0 win over the Devils. By the way, Alex Ovechkin now has the most empty net goals ever. With 57 passes. That's a lot of empty net goals. Passes the great one, Mr. Wayne, who was in a commercial last night for Ben and Jim, I believe. Uh, and uh, little baseball, Billy Epler, you remember him. He doesn't have a job, but he's been suspended for the entire season coming up for fabricating injuries for the Mets to open roster spots. So you won't catch him. Uh, By by the way, quickly, RJ, Mm -hmm. it it sounds like Amazon is taking the Peacock game. Oh, are they? It says that uh, they had right of first refusal. It sounds like Peacock wanted to do it again, but it sounds like Prime Video has the right of first refusal under its uh, Thursday night football deal. So that one game is going to go for more than $110 million. Yeah, so the 110 was just for that one game this year. Sounds you know what? Like. That's from our streaming insider, Rick DiPietro. So I thank you for that. You're welcome. And uh, finally, Corey Kluber, one-time Yankee, two-time Cy Young winner, has retired. Oh. And that's all of it. But you don't want to end with death here or anything? No, I mean, I'm dead inside. <laughs> this is low-hanging You should, you should close with that. And lastly, I'm dead inside. I really am. Oh, you need a hug. I want to go home. You're, you're not far off from that. All right, 1-800-919-3776. We got to get back to, uh, hmm, let's see, the Super Bowl and Mahomes and where he stands and all of it on 98.7 ESPN. Now, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry when the time comes to propose. You do what Michael K. did. You visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring super easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committing it to committed to getting it just right. So here's what you do. You visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the Mall at Short Hills. Mention Michael K. told you to stop on by, and you now will get the very special Michael K. treatment. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We had a guy on my team that I played with that had chlamydia, and we used to play whenever he came in the locker room. We play this. Raymond, where do I go? Listen, there's there's a good double meaning on that. I I applaud you for your resourcefulness there. Let it burn. That's, Where do I go? That wasn't let it burn, but uh, well played, well played. Because that one's you got it bad. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah, but, but it's, yeah, it's still quality. Quali- it still you know qualifies. What? All the all the same. All the same. He yeah. did have it bad. Yeah. It was too um, unfortunate. Why why is it that every like. Football season is, what, September, October, November, December, January. So it's like five and a half months. And it feels like it goes like that. And other sports feel like they take forever. Well, because you love it so much. Is that what it is? Yeah, I also think it's two. I mean, it's once a week. So you're kind of trying to rush through the, I mean, you're rushing through the week to get to the to the game. Right. Of the, I think it was. They, and there's something special about it. It is something special. 285 games. How many do you think you watched? Yeah. 285? Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm the same. You know what I game I did not watch? I think I might be 284. I did not watch the Niners-Rams Week 18 game. Oh, you didn't watch that one? Well, because I think there were seven games on at the same time, and I put everything on its own TV, and I was like, I, I don't need to watch that game. There's no reason. It had no impact on anything. No, it didn't. No. I, I think um, the problem the problem with that for me is – is I fully expect you to watch every second of every game. So you're disappointed that I went 284 of 285? A little bit. A little yeah, bit. I'm sorry. Well, you're, I mean, you saw what happened. Now. It, I lost complete respect for Winthrop the other day. Because he, he, do, he doesn't have the Sunday ticket. He doesn't like it. Doesn't need it. That's crazy. Ugh. He's, a, he's a red zone guy is what yeah, he is. And, and he could do our job better than us. Stop it. Right. How stop He wouldn't know himself. what's going on in the NFL. No. Mickey style. All he would talk about was when they got into the 20. He wouldn't know how they got to the 20. No. Oh, look, it's me and Walt Disney watching red zone. By the way, the fact that everyone had to choose someone they wanted to watch the game with, and you chose Michael K, hey. is pathetic. Why? 
Because you can watch any game ever with Michael K. This is not any game. This is the Super Bowl. Okay. But you could have chosen someone that you actually, like, someone that you can't watch games with. Yeah, but I don't know if I get along with the person that I pick. I know I get along oh with Michael. Oh, God. Well, Brian's coming. Brian wasn't there. Well, that's because Jake, he's a jack wagon. I was, I'll show you the text. I said it has to be, it's Michael K. and, of course, with Brian. And, and by the way, one person, I know that you believe that, that one person means you do what you want because that's what you do. One person you're allowed to bring to watch the game with you. One. No. I get an invite for one. That means I'm taking at least two or three. <laughs> I, I know that's what it means. You know what that means. Uh, and how about Peter? Halle Berry was his choice. Yeah, because, again, who needs, a, who needs another uh, divorce? What are we doing here? You know, it's funny you say that because I got a, I got a, uh, a text yesterday from someone saying, like, w- w- is he looking for, for another one? Right. You think his wife loves that? No. I mean, we got, like, meanwhile, we had the uh, the happy holidays, and he's in wherever he's in. With his wife's Tata's just floating all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's choosing Halle Berry, who's crazy, I think, too. Oh, is that right? I think she's a little bit wacky. How do you feel about my selection of Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah, I thought that was pretty solid. I actually like Damer Chappelle. That's a good call by that is a good uh, call Damer. That is a good call. And then you had like Bart went with Alan Hahn. Come on, yeah. At least I picked someone on, on a different show. Uh, listen, don't don't absolve yourself. Your your selection was horrendous. Well, they're probably just happy that they actually answered the questions. I think that's fair, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think they're great at getting back to uh, to Jake. Like that, listen, Jake could answer that himself, maybe. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's possible. Like maybe Jake just fills in the answers. So so you can have anybody. You get anybody you want. And you chose K. Yep. Well, why not choose Cass? Um, that's a great question. Well, why not choose Milo? Uh, I would have respected you for that. If you chose Milo, well, I'd be like, you supposed know what? To be like a, it's kind of like a celebrity feel to it. Yeah, I'm going with the voice of the Yankees. Just any, any, any person non-football related, non-sports related. Um, listen, I stand by my answer. Okay. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. I think it's an awful answer. I think you're awful. Excuse me? You heard me. You think I'm awful? Yeah, don't treat me like this. John it's says it's one celebrity. Yep, celebrity. It said celebrity. Well, Milo's a mini celebrity. No, he's a champion, not a celebrity yet. Let's let's go to uh, Carl in Queens, who has an interesting take. Good morning, Carl. Now, let's go, boys. Uh, I wanted to go at all the callers that, uh, for some reason, say that Mahomes is not the best ever. Guys, we are watching the best quarterback. Uh, Dave, I think the best offensive player on the uh, on that side of the football that we have ever watched. Seriously, he is that good. I sent my buddy, who's a huge Niners fan, for two weeks every day a shirtless picture of Mahomes because I was that confident that they will win that game. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I, I don't think either of us necessarily disagree with you. I mean, he's awesome. But you can't discount the the amount of time that Tom Brady played right. at that level. Like The, the longevity, longevity has, has to be, part to be factored in. Like, it would be one of the things I pointed to if I wanted to make a real strong case for LeBron James being the greatest of all time. I would, I would, I would use the longevity part of it because of what he's able to do, it. I mean, for as long as he's been able to do it. But uh, listen, Patrick Mahomes is awesome. But I mean, Tom Brady did it until he was forty-five years old, won seven Super Bowls. Like that's insane. I can't get over the fact that McCall Hardman didn't know they won the game when he caught that touchdown. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't shock me. I, mean, I can't. I can't. I can't get over it. 
It doesn't shock me. I was wondering why. I was wondering why it was like he was slow to react. Like he didn't even keep the football. Yeah, because he had no idea. None. Um, how is that possible, uh, buddy? Some guys are just off doing their own thing, buddy. Well, yeah, but it doesn't sound like he was on his own island with this. Sounds like there was a bunch of guys. I mean, Uzcheck went to Harvard. He had no idea. Well, yeah, you'd think they'd do a better job, like of explaining the uh, the actual rules of the overtime. And how how much explanation does it like does it really need too? Right, like, like when you're in the moment, you could just gather the guys on the side, and be like, "All right, here's how it works. They go down, whatever they do, we get the ball, and then it's whatever happens happens after." Right, that. There, there's only one guarantee: is that each team will possess. Each the team ball. gets the ball, right? That's like it. this is this is not like like you shouldn't be surprised, but even if you had no idea going into the game, you run, you try down onto the field. You're McCall Hardman. All right, we score a touchdown, we win the game. It's over. That's it. Yeah, unless there's a defensive touchdown, right? That's the only that is the only difference. Exactly. The, the team possessing the ball first throws a pick, a pick six games over. Uh Mo in Staten Island. Good morning, Mo. Good morning, guys. Um uh I want to preface this by saying I, I'm thirty two for the last twenty years. I've been the most optimistic Jets fan. But I can't watch Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl every year and and remember that they drafted Jamal Adams and then had Josh McCown starting quarterback that year when they could have drafted Sean Watson or Patrick Mahomes. It just kills me. Yeah, I don't necessarily know how the whole Deshaun Watson thing would have potentially worked out with the whole, like, stuff he had going on in Houston. Like, I don't know how that would have worked. Here's the thing. Do I think Patrick Mahomes on a different team with a different coaching staff would still be really, really, really good? I do. I, I don't know to what level that would have been with the Jets. I just don't think the Jets are the. You're so down on the Jets, aren't well, you? Well, no, because it, it's the 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 reality of of that position is yes, a lot of it's talent, what the kid's made up, and everything else, but it's also how the kid is developed, the situation he's put into. Like Patrick Mahomes got put into like the perfect situation, good team was already a playoff team had he had a a proven quarterbacks in playing, so there was no rush to. To, to throw him in there, to kind of get, like, you know, figure things out, go through all the, and, I mean, of all the guys he got a chance to, I'm not saying skill-wise, but, like, to be with Andy Reid, and then on top of that, to have... And be enemy for a couple minutes, too, right? Be enemy, yeah. Yep. It was actually, Archie didn't like the fact he was talking with the team, but that seems to have helped. And then, um, why am I forgetting what his first name is? For who? The quarterback, Smith. Alex, Alex Smith, as yeah. the you know, kind of like his his mentor, um, it, it's a great it's a great situation for a young kid. It's a great situation. We, we had a guy who was on the line who I guess hung up. He goes, "How about Don choosing Teddy Roosevelt to watch the game?" Well, not only that, you'd have to explain everything to Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, he'd have no idea. He wouldn't know what was. He wouldn't even know what was happening. Uh, none. Imagine <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. <laughs> Don is such a treat. Oh. Teddy Roosevelt. They go up. They Teddy they Roosevelt's show, gonna ban it anyway. They show like the uh, the shot of like the Vegas suite. And it's like carrot top, and it's only yeah. it's, it's Don with Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt dressed in his like yes. old clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! By the way, I, ca- carrot top does not look great. 
Oh, he's had a lot of plastic surgery. Oh, my God. He looks like he's like the uh, Jack Sparrow. He almost looks like a pirate. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really, really a rough look for him. <laughs> he's all juiced up. Yeah, there was bad. some major celebrities at the game, though. Oh, big time. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Lady Gaga. I mean, big time celebrities. Big time celebrities. LeBron was there. Right. Taylor Swift, of course. I wonder what it was like in the uh, in the uh, the after party oh, for the Chiefs. It must have been something. That had else. to be crazy. Had to be crazy. Was Ryan Reynolds does, there? Because I know Blake Lively was there. Was he there? Does I didn't see him. Do you, do you think like Taylor Swift gets up and like does a little little something something for the team? No. Like there's no temptation to do that. Come on. Um. No. Like they usually have a musical act. Like if she's like, hey, no. Come on. You, oh, you, oh! You mean you mean just go up and sing like a nice song? Oh, what you think I was gonna like do? A I thought piece? you were talking about like is she gonna give lap dances the way you were making oh. it sound? Oh. Something, something? No, like on stage a performance. Oh, uh, she probably doesn't want to perform in front of like friends and that kind of situation. No, I don't think she would love that. You don't think that'd be nice? Like I'd like to dedicate this to my Super Bowl champion. Maybe Trav. Tony Roma did something. He he, he <laughs> sounded <laughs> like he wanted to yeah, get, he, get singing he, last he, night. <laughs> He's, well, they went to he, commercial. He's like, oh. He just he, he stampeded all over Dude, Nance's boy, call. Boy, that was not his finest moment. All right, we'll break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls. 1-800-919-3776 and the three stars on 98.7 ESPN. It's got to be some kind of record. Santiago, is this a record for me? This has to be the most reads I've ever Feels like show. it. It's unbelievable. It's because it's it's, I'm great at it. Hey, do you want to experience an inflammation of money and happiness or watch your bank account grow with an extra pep in your step? Catch Jovia-itis. It's a side effect of nonprofit banking with Jovia Financial Credit Union. When you bank with Jovia, you may see an increase in savings, growing checking account balances, and reduced rates on loans. Symptoms may include greater happiness, reduced stress, and general feelings of financial freedom. Join Jovia and start spreading the wealth. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. That's from Andy. Big so fan of, uh, of the Broadway production, Andy. Yeah, so I'm reading this article. Did you, did you mention when we were talking about this, the uh, overtime rules? I know you had mentioned that uh, a couple of the Niners didn't know what the actual new rules were. I, did, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, no, that Chris Jones actually said that if the Niners went down and scored a touchdown and then they that they had talked about it, that they would go down and they would go for two. They were prepared to go for two. Really? To win, yeah. It, it makes sense. Yeah, that's what he said. It's amazing to me that it sounds like every playoff game, 
like the, at the start of the season, they actually it says in this article that you know Andy Reid let the guys know, like he would just hammer home, like so everyone knows the overtime rules in the regular season will be different than the overtime rules in the postseason. And then once they got to the postseason, every week they went over like these are the new rules in the postseason. These are the new rules. And a couple of the Niners guys didn't like they didn't realize until they looked up at the scoreboard that there were new rules. I, I I'm flummoxed by this. How could they not know this? I have like it doesn't make any sense that you would. And talk how much about ta- like how much time does it does it take to figure it out? It's it's not convoluted. It's not complicated. They get the ball, whatever they do, then we get the ball. You know, it's it's the top of the inning. It's the bottom of the inning, and then we just play it out. Like it's it. Uh, this takes rules experts and you know prepping them, and you do all those things. They still have no idea what the rules are. No, like Kyle Juszczyk says, he just assumed that you'd want the ball to go score a touchdown and win. And oh then, God. And he, and he went to Harvard, this guy. And then Eric Armstead actually said that he didn't realize the postseason overtime rules were different until he saw them displayed on the scoreboard. Now, those are Niners players. So don't we? God knows what they were doing as far as bringing experts in. The Chiefs were bringing in ex- rules experts to teach the guys this. Yeah, they all said all year they talked about it. And they had no idea. And they had a plan. I cr- oh my God. That seems like a bit of an oversight. You, th- you think? <laughs> you want to explain to the players, say, fellas, like this is so everyone knows if this thing does go into overtime, these are the rules. They should have brought in Tony Romo to, to, to you know, as the rules expert was speaking, he could have yelled over him. Mahomes flings <laughs> it. It's there! Hardman! <laughs> Jackpot! Kansas City! For, for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he drops back for the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> they should have cut off his mic. Ray, play it one more time. For I like the it. Super Bowl. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! <laughs> Jackpot! Kansas City! But it's not even like he just says, like, for the Super Bowl. He's like, for the Super Bowl. For the su- like he's adding to the call. For Drop the back. Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> for the- I need him to explain himself. I really do. For the Super Bowl. He felt like Jim left it out. This is for the Super Bowl. Oh. It's a good play call. Mahomes flings it. It's there! Hartman! <laughs> Jackpot! Kansas City! <laughs> For the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jim Nance is going to hear that call for the rest of his life and, and Ray, just, you, and just mutter ex- to himself. The extended version where he's just rambling on before the play even starts? <laughs> yeah, I, I kept thinking, like, hearing that, like, oh, th- maybe I just misheard it and, like, Romo was cut off mid-sentence and he was right. just finishing a thought. No. Like, no, no, he was not. Oh, so good. You, you, you don't have the full thing. I, I, don't, I don't have it readily available. Hang on. God. For the Super Bowl. Oh. For the Super Bowl. But but it's not like he was like in the middle of something, and then that was the next thing he was going to say. He was saying nothing and erupted with for the Super Bowl. No, he wanted to make sure people knew that this was this this play was for the Super Bowl. Right. I want to be part of the call too. Hey, let Jim let Jim how, do his own thing. How about me? Uh, <laughs> oh, let, me. How about me? Let's go to. It's uh, <laughs> amazing, Elliot and Comac. Good morning, Elliot. Good morning. And I can actually defend Don's Teddy Roosevelt pick because if, if it weren't for Teddy Roosevelt, we wouldn't have the forward pass. When the game was too violent in the early 1900s, he had the coaches from Harvard, Yale, and Princeton at the White House said, you have to figure out a way to change the game or I'm going to have to ban it. And the Yale coach had wanted to widen the field to have more lateral movements, but they couldn't do it because Harvard had just built their big concrete stadium and they couldn't widen the field. So the full cast came out of that meeting. So Don could sit with Teddy Roosevelt and let Teddy see what his creation or what he helped to create had grown into. All right. So serious question. It's a, it's a great update. We appreciate you for that. 
Rick, do you think Don chose Teddy Roosevelt because he helped save football in the early 1900s, or Don just wanted to sit and kind of go over Teddy's life and history and all that? I, I want to believe that he wanted to, to talk about the whole football thing. If, if Don knew that Teddy Roosevelt, quote, saved football in the early 1900s, we, we looked this up during the break. They had like 15, 18, 20 people a year dying playing football. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I mean, could you imagine that? Like, Steve, how'd you guys do? Good news, bad news. <laughs> One seventeen to three. <laughs> nine guys didn't make it. <laughs> we won. We won the turnover. We won the turnover battle, but the death. <laughs> but, but we lost, death, lost we, the death toll. Lost the war. <laughs> we lost the death toll. We got, we got destroyed. That's right. We're gonna need to recruit for next week. All right, um, Raymond. Three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Yeah, and I'm going to expand on that because, yeah, Don Don would have an opportunity to just go over the, and, and point to the, the field and say, Teddy, you helped create this. Teddy Roosevelt's going to ban it anyway. I mean, 19 guys died the year before that. 19 uh, college students. And then, like, and think I, can just, I, I can just picture like the Teddy Roosevelt that's dressed up like he's like lieutenant, like you know, like, the, <laughs> like the Rough Riders, yeah, <laughs> chomping on a cigar, and that, and that mustache. And, and think yeah. of how different your life would be, Dave, if, if Teddy Roosevelt hadn't changed football. There would be no football. Where would you be? You wouldn't you know, be JFK here. JFK was always my favorite president. I might have to look at this though. I follow two. Uh, I, lo- I love you guys because you you bring you lighten the mood around here when it could be somber all day. Listen, listen to this. Reddick has reached double digit sacks in each of the last four years. Nice. Would you make multiple picks for Joey Bosova? Bosa. But Bosova, no. <laughs> I love Dave's admission that that if you hadn't done it, he would. I, I would. I would. I think I'd have to. What the hell is wrong with me? There's a lot wrong with you. Slap yeah. me in the face. I will do no such thing. <laughs> Number one. Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman jackpot. Kansas City. Man, but just had to play it one more time. No, in all honesty, the number one star is RJ because, man, it sucks that he had to be here today and battle through this. But, RJ, I appreciate you being here. I could not do this without you. So thank you for being a good soldier. Thank you. And full disclosure, if it was me and the Giants, I would not have been here. It's Rule 76. No excuses play like a champion. It's DPHO Rothenberg and Joey Bosova. On <laughs> 98.7 ESPN. Teddy Roosevelt's going to ban it anyway. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.